about the Messi thing? Anything else on the Messi front, Chris, before we move on? No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm falling out. I told you, I never want to bring this guy's name up again. I don't know, man. This Messi thing is just a freaking mess. What a disaster. I don't want to hear this name ever again until it's official. But they got me back. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Chris, the Herons are back. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 118. Jesus, 118 of the Battle Herons podcast. I am your host, Daniel Granada, and alongside me, as always, Mr. KBD. How are you doing, sir? It's scheduled release day, my friend. Yeah, I yes, know. Yes, Deegan, commenting in the comments. Yes, the schedule was already released. What yes, is up, Johnny? And we're going to be going over it during this episode. Um, but before I do, I am really happy to say that this morning, everybody really terrified me because they all said that the U.S. Soccer Federation completely ruined the schedule release for the MLS, that it had taken all the shine away. Nobody's going to care about the MLS release because that's it. They stole the story. Nobody cares about the MLS anymore. And what do you know? Two o'clock hits. Everybody's excited. Everybody's looking forward to a bunch of games. And the MLS will continue on. So uh, there you go. So much for that. Uh, what, what would you call it? They were trying to be party poopers. Didn't work out. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck those guys. All right. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, no one does care about. Look, look at, look at Mike. What? No one. Mike, he's, come on, he's man. a liar. Come on. I saw, I, I saw him straight you are putting a dates. Big liar. Hey, he started like tech tweeting dates out of important days, like when Messi might not play and stuff. Don't lie, Mike. Don't lie. Don't lie. All right. Um. So yeah. Uh, before we get into that, though, I we are gonna get into the schedule. And for those of you that haven't seen it, we are gonna post it here, and we're gonna go over. I even, I even made like a, I even made one of our own. That shows some other dates on it. So I'm going to put that up in a sec. Yeah. But before we do, I did want to touch on a couple of things. The Open Cup, you know, everybody's really happy because uh, the U.S. Soccer Federation denied MLS's uh, request to allow MLS pro clubs play instead of their first team clubs. Yeah. So everybody's celebrating that, you know, so we'll see how that works out. Um, you know, we're still going to have the Open Cup. Uh, I, I did want to say that, man, I forgot the guy's name. There's this guy that, that he's been tweeting. He's been tweeting some dimes. If you haven't followed him already, his name is Simon Evans. Follow him at SG Evans. Dropping dimes. He, he, he had a tweet out that I thought was so awesome. And he said, really, what the issue here is branding. And maybe, maybe I could read it. Uh, look, this, uh, I should have put it up, but I'll read it. Yeah. He said, ultimately, this U.S. Open Cup dispute comes down to a dispute over branding. If 11 largely developmental reserve players take the field for an MLS team, that's fine by everyone. If the same or similar group of players wear the jersey of an MLS next pro team, that's an outrage and destroying tradition and romance. So sure, it's about the prestige of the cup, yes, but also about allowing lower division clubs to sell tickets to games against MLS teams. Which is it's true. So people Absolutely. don't care who's playing, right? Because they don't care. Oh, if it's into Miami and you're sending your MLS pro player squad, that's fine as long as the logo shows into Miami so they can promote it as an MLS team so they can make money. Absolutely. Because ultimately, the same way they're saying that MLS owners only want to make money, the same thing with the USL teams. Uh, so I, I, I love that tweet because people aren't worried about the, the actual soccer on the pitch. They're worried about you, the pockets of the owners for the USL to owners. Well, 
And that goes back to the whole thing about how people don't understand that it's like this brand thing, like this thing that we're trying to expand on. And and GFR is commenting, no one cares about the Open Cup or watches it up until Messi and gang played. Well, I think people start watching it and, and really thinking about it once it gets to maybe the round of 16. For sure, the, the, round, the quarterfinals, when it's the final eight, people start like, okay, three wins and you got another trophy, F it, let's pay attention to it. So I, I, I like it. And, but, so, you know. so there's another comment here, Danny, and it's interesting because I, I, I was reading it over. I can uh, mention in the comments, if you guys could get to this, I got a question. Can you guys talk about how Miami fans, uh, away Miami fans, could get tickets to the games away from Drive Pink? Uh, are you talking about sitting with the supporters group or just in general? Because if it's just in general, choose a city, go to that city's website, and then you just yeah. buy the tickets. It's really that simple. If you're talking about sitting with the supporter groups, then you'd have to hit one of the supporter groups up, like Vice City, uh, Southern Legion. Uh, I know I'm forgetting two or three, and I apologize. Uh, Nacion Rosa y Negra, and I'm forgetting another two. It's just slipping my mind right now. But just hit up one of the, the supporter groups and um, – you join them, and then they get discounts on tickets away, which is probably the biggest benefit, right? Because it's fun sitting with the supporter groups, but the discounts that they get for away games and the allotted tickets that they get to go to those games is probably the biggest benefit to being in the supporters group. And Mr. Krabs is mentioning what a shame is no Portland Timbers on the schedule. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. They're a pretty good team. It would have been yeah, an entertaining you, game. You can't have everybody, you know? Yeah. All right. Uh, I mean, we're so, Real uh, Salt Lake. If I'm not mistaken, I think there's like a Cuban guy that plays for Real Salt Lake. That's going to be cool coming down to some Cuban guy coming down to Miami. I forgot what his name was. Let me, oh, while you go ahead and talk crap. Let all me. Right. Well, <laughs> all right. So, a uh, U.S. Open Cup. Like I was Michael saying, Chang. Uh, his last name Michael is Chang. Chang. He's Chang. Cuban and his last name is Chang. Michael Chang, and he is a right winger, right midfielder. Does he start? We need to find out how he really pronounces that he last does name. Start, it, can't, yes. it can't be Chang. It can't be Chang. It is Chang. It is Chang. There's Chinese no people way. in Cuba, bro. No way. My great-grandmother died at 110. I don't know if I told you that, Danny, but she was Chinese. Okay? <laughs> yeah, you tell, me this, you tell me this all the time. You tell me this all the time. Yes. All right. Um, so, again, one last time, U.S. Open Cup. We're not going to beat a dead horse. Everybody knows that I, I'm not a big fan. Uh, because I just don't believe in the whole... And you know, I had a lot of people in the YouTube comments just start just bashing me because I don't know soccer. I don't know the traditions of, of soccer. And on and on and on. Look, everybody's entitled to their opinion. That's my opinion. I'm not a big fan of playing against the lower divisions. I, honestly, I, I don't see how it brings prestige to the USL for MLS to send their second team, their B players, and still beat the USL teams. Like, to me, yeah. that doesn't do the USL any benefits. Like, we're just showing how dominant the MLS is over the USL that you literally don't t play your starters and you still expect to beat them. Like, that doesn't show prestige. And, again, I'm not going to beat a dead horse. I don't want to get into it again. But I just don't understand what the whole point is. If you want to say something, feel free. But I, I just don't get it. And, oh, I'm sorry, one last thing, though. Everybody that says, I don't understand how it works in Brazil, because I had some people commenting today, but in Brazil it works. In Europe, that's fine. This is the United States. They do sports differently. What the MLS wants is to be recognized as an NFL, as an NBA, as an MLB. Even if you soccer purists don't like it, that's what they want. They want to be included as one of the five major sports now in this country. So that's why they're going along with the with those traditions that, uh, that these major American sports leagues have. Go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. 
Uh, well, I was going to mention, I think somebody just mentioned, uh, Mr. Crab said, uh, does Inter Miami have a Cuban too? Yeah, it's some guy named Dairon Reyes. Couldn't be more Cuban named than that. But I think Dairon, he's like in the, sure. yeah, I think he's like in one of the underage teams. I don't think he's in the, like the starting lineup. Ascona is Dominican. Yeah, he's Dominican. Dominican. Never come. Okay. Yeah, he um, plays for the Dominican national team. <laughs> Now, and this would have been cool, like David mentioned, Portland because of Neville. Yeah, yes. I know that it's because of Neville. That would have been absolutely entertaining, fantastic. And uh, Neville we're, probably we're would bring have a couple, single-handedly. Yeah, I'm sure. And we're going to bring up a couple <laughs> things that uh, about the schedule because uh, our guy Solana, the, the Mr. Horrible Take himself, uh, the, the, the Inter-Miami villain, he, uh, he had – an idea about what they should do with the schedule. And I'm going to touch on that towards the end of the episode because I thought it was horrible, but a couple of people have been saying that they like the idea. So I'm kind of curious what you think, Chris, but all right. So let's get yeah, on man. to, Oh, wait, Oh, wait, wait, before I do real quick, the preseason and the champions cup pre-sales yesterday, just yes. a couple of notes about that. They did both pre-sales at the same exact time. I... It's wild. <laughs> It's wild. Yeah, it's it's, it's absolutely. It's absolutely. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I went on and I wanted to get my seats, and for some reason, the first nine rows in my section were not available, so it wasn't even an option, which is still frustrating to me. I would like to the whole uh, opportunity to buy my ticket. If they come to me and they say, "Hey, just so you know, your ticket in the first row it costs six hundred dollars," give me the option to say no. What frustrates me is that somebody else is going to have the opportunity to buy it. Just give me the opportunity. And if, and if it's overpriced, so be it. You know, that's what you want to charge. What you want to charge. I won't buy it, but give me that option. That's what frustrates me. And then finally I got on today and the first five rows weren't available. So now I can get row six, seven, eight, and nine. Yesterday I couldn't get one through nine today. I couldn't get one through five. So I guess maybe tomorrow one through three i won't be able to get but i can get four and five like it just i don't understand this this process of releasing them little by little just let me get my goddamn seats so i want to mention something because david uh Reichert is mentioning and a holes for going back on word because there's an email that's going around where um season ticket holders were told that they would get automatic right of refusal for for every game uh throughout the season and I have a question for some of you guys in the chat. We got 50 plus people here. Okay. Any of you guys that are season ticket holders has, and I, and I just want a yes or no. I don't need names of reps or anybody. I just want to know, have any of your reps contacted you directly to be able to see if you want your seats? And if anybody puts it up and puts the, the reps name, don't put it out there. I yeah, have one right here. I just want I, I, yes or no. So, someone sent me something. I'm not going to say who sent it to me, and I'm not going to say who the rep is because it does show who the rep is. But I'm going to give you the a part of the email. And then it's it's a long email, but this person highlighted the key part for me. And it I said, look, one no, great new benefit. One yes. great new benefit. I know you'll love all cup games moving forward will be right of first refusal. This was sent from a sales rep, and it specifically says, one great new benefit I know you'll love is, I'll know you'll love is all cup games moving forward will be right of first refusal. So I guess they can say that that was vague and that they were talking about Leagues Cup, that they were talking about U.S. Open Cup, 
Uh, and then they'll say that maybe Champions Cup wasn't one of those cups indicated. But the way he said it, it sure indicates, or at least sounds like they were trying to convince us that it would be for all cup games. So, again, I'm not going to say who it was, and I'm not going to say who sent it to me. But that, I am telling you, 100% was an email from a rep to a season ticket holder. Not me. So, didn't send it to me. So here we have, again, we have someone that mentioned no, and then we have another one that mentioned yes. I've spoken to a couple people that have spoken to their rep, and their rep has reached out to them and offered them their seats for whatever according price. Now. So why can't we all get that? Well, that's what I think is probably the difficult thing because at the end of the day, if you want to offer this specific seats for all the season ticket holders, logistically on Ticketmaster, it's got to be a nightmare, right? No. Like everybody wants their specific seat, right? If, if you give me a pre-sale and you make my seat available, just give the pre-sale to just the season ticket holders and yeah. everybody goes in and purchases those tickets. So what you're saying is that you would be a sleazeball and then you'd go and you'd click on my seats and buy my seats, even though you know that it's supposed to be just for your own seats? Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know the logistics behind Ticketmaster. And and everybody knows here Ticketmaster you know why? You know why I think that that's baloney? disaster. I'm telling you that's baloney because, for example, Solana, he has Miami Heat season tickets. Yes. Around March, they start sending out like, hey, do you want to purchase tickets for round one? Or my cousin. He already started getting uh, uh, emails about getting tickets for the wild card game if the Dolphins make the, well, the, the when when the Dolphins make the playoffs they'll yeah. probably host the playoff game so he already got that and they didn't say like hey here's a pre sale code and you get to purchase your tick some tickets somewhere in the stadium no they just said do yeah. you want to purchase the tickets because those are his seats so Inter Miami is the only oh not Inter Miami MLS seems to be the only ones because we contacted Uncle Mad from Nashville shout out to Uncle Mad. And he told yeah, us same thing over there. So it's yeah. not just the Inter Miami thing, guys. It's uh, apparently an MLS thing. So, all right. Well, then that well, that kind of sucks. Then as an organization, mm -hmm. like as a as a as a league, the mm -hmm. MLS kind of doing that to their fans, especially when they're trying to grow. I think that that's awful. But you know, the tricky part about this is, is that it makes it a little difficult to be able to point the finger and sort of stand outside of whose office with our pitchforks and 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 like fire sticks right like who are we gonna go after right, right mike my, is my, mentioning it's club by club don't say it's mls but okay fine so so let me take it back it's not just inter miami then if that's if that sounds better okay because so, I, mean, I, I feel i mean so then what I, is it we have to contact so, other other people we know around the league to see what they're saying yeah, no, I mean, we got to we gotta get the crack team on it. But, I, I mean, at this point, we don't even know who the hell to point the finger at. Is it the organization? Is it MLS? Is it some random sales team? Like, who's really in control of being able to sort of allot their tickets to the season ticket holders? I mean, look at these codes that they're putting out for these pre-sales. Like, the first code that we got last year was like some jumbled super secret code created by the by Nick Nicholas Cage and National Treasure, right? <laughs> but like all the rest of the codes, they're like, oh, um, Inter Miami, one, two, three, or whatever. Like, what? You're gonna make them so simple that all of these scalpers can be able to just get on the ticket master and be able to purchase boatloads of seats 
and sell them at messy prices? Uh, I, I think that um, bots don't need that. Bots will find a way around it. But anyway, like I didn't want to get too much into that. I wanted today to be a happy episode. We're talking schedule release day. We spent the first 16 minutes talking about nonsense. So let's get on to it. So we had the schedule released officially released today. And uh, now the roadmap to the treble or the quadruple, whatever, you know, now that we have the open cup, possibly uh, it is, uh, it is now out and about, and I'm going to put it up here on the screen. So this is what our schedule is looking like for those of you that haven't seen it. Here it is. All right. So the first thing that stands out to me, we are opening our season on a Wednesday. On a Wednesday. Now, we are the only MLS regular season game that day. So I guess they wanted to market, you know, they wanted to promote Messi that day, right? They want all eyes on Messi on that first game. So we are the only game in town. We are playing at home, luckily. And it's a Wednesday, February 21st at 8 o'clock. So that's cool, I guess, just from the fact that we're going to be the only game in town. Uh, But I'm not a fan of it being on a Wednesday. And then we follow that up with visiting LA Galaxy. Now, that's where we started our, our franchise. For those of you that don't know, our first ever game in franchise history was in L.A. against the Galaxy. And, um, you know, that it's, it's cool to be going back, I guess, to L.A. You want to go nice. out there, Chris? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Are you kidding me? I would love to go out there. I mean, I would have loved to go to an LAFC game versus a Galaxy game. But in terms of, I guess, the history... Since it was, you know, the first game, I feel like it would be fair to go out there and it's going to be a blast. I mean, look, any away game, especially a game on the coast, is probably going to be freaking amazing. So I'm. Uh, what games are you looking forward to? Because I'm looking forward to May 4th because that's my birthday. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, and- I, I, well I think I asked you this that last year, uh, but obviously we have a slightly better, bigger audience now. So I'm yeah. going to ask you now. Uh, and uh, Mike Logan saying something that I'm going to address in a bit. I, I, I see you, Mike. Um, what is the very first thing you look at when you get a new schedule, no matter the sport? What is the very first thing you look at? Uh, the first thing I look at is uh, where the away games are. Okay. Yeah. Okay. My I, first well, thing. For, is well, you know to what? See no, the first, first game of the season. Yeah. Well, the first thing I look at is around my birthday. Is it around my birthday? Around my kids' birthdays? Then I'll start looking at the like away games. Well, the first thing I do is I look to see where's the first game, and then second, when's the first home game, and then third, I like to look for when we're playing Orlando. Even though I know Nashville is what we've we've agreed on here that Nashville is our real rival, I still yeah. have fun playing Orlando. So the first thing I do is look to see when we play Orlando, and Pretty this quickly. year we play them the third game of the season. It's the second first Saturday game. game. The second home game, the first Saturday home game. But the weirdest thing about this is that the game starts at 4.30 in the afternoon. Yuck. Yeah. Now, uh, some people were the making... the next one, Sunday, 5 p.m.? Like, what are we doing? Well, uh, some people were making a big deal about the different times. I personally like the 7.30 start time at nighttime. So I'm yes. a fan of that. Now, some people were like, oh, they, they, they changed the times up and down. It's, it's all over the place this year. It's really not, actually. The only games that are uh, you will, Papa. The only games that are kind of weird in time, they end on March twenty third. So we have March twenty, no, March second at four thirty against Orlando. Sunday, March tenth against Montreal at five o'clock, 
And then we have DC United away at 2 o'clock. And then we have the New York Red Bulls away at 2 o'clock. A week later, yep. And after that, it's all regular 7.30s or 8.30s or if the West Coast, 9 or 10.30, whatever they do over there. Yeah. So it's a little funky to start off with the times. But after March 23rd, it all goes back to normal. So nothing crazy there. Um, anything else? Then? Oh, well, let me break down a couple more things to you. We have eight Wednesday games. And that's not including the tournaments, the additional tournaments, which we're going to get into that and, and all that. So yeah. we have eight regular season Wednesday games. We have two Sunday matches. Uh, we're going to have uh, on the Sunday matches are going to be March 10th against Montreal. And I forgot what the other one is. But we have two games on Sundays. Oh, oh the LA Galaxy one. And I think one of the best things is that we only have one game that's going to be playing during an international break. Because, you know, a lot of people don't like when we pl- when MLS plays through the international break because obviously you have big-time players like Messi and whatnot going out and playing for their national teams. And I know people are about celebrating Copa America, and we're going to get into that in a, in a minute. But uh, just regular international breaks, we're only playing through one of those, which is the March break. And we have that game March 23rd against the Red Bulls. That will be during an international break. So a lot of B-Squad players playing in that game. Yeah. Well, somebody just mentioned if we're going to fight to stay awake when Inter-Miami plays Vancouver. Because that game, if you notice, it's uh, May 25th and it's at 10.30 p.m. Yeah, it's the West West Coast, yeah. That is brutal. Uh, I'm actually looking forward to, uh, if I want to go out to some away games, I want to go to that Philly game in June. And that okay. Charlotte game, July 3rd, which is kind of weird because it's on a uh, Wednesday. Yeah, but it's July 4th I weekend. I don't know. Yeah, about it's so weird. 4th. It's so weird. Um, I wouldn't mind going to that New England Revolution game on April 27th uh, just because I want to go to Boston. And but, I've, um, I've wanted to go to Atlanta to go to a game at the Mercedes-Benz. Again, it's man, a late game in the season. And it's, and it's a Wednesday. Yeah. And it's always the game. It seems like it's always around my birthday, but it's a Wednesday, so it makes it almost impossible because at that point I'm working. They killed me with the Atlanta. Uh, well, as we go along, if anybody in the comments has anything that they want to point out about the schedule, feel free. Outside of Copa America, because we are going to get into that in at least Cup and all that. But just regular things that you want to point out, go for it. Um, I, I do. I'm dying to go to Nashville. I want to take my wife and kids to Nashville. Yeah. They go. They play there June 29th, the day before my daughter's birthday. So I mean, I don't know how how thrilled my wife would be to take my daughter to Nashville for her birthday. I mean, it's more like a bachelorette destination. So I don't know if that works out. But well, for those of you in the chat, what what game are you? Those of you in the chat, what game are you looking forward to, both home and away? If you could just pick one, one home game. And one away game that you are stoked about or willing to go to really, really badly, what would be the games? I mean, I believe that the home game would be Orlando, right? That's kind of where everybody would sort of default to is uh, Orlando. The game that they're excited about? Yeah. For sure. And For then, sure, the Orlando game. And well, then I'm away. Gonna... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then away, like Mike Longin is saying, LA Galaxy away, Orlando home. Uh, David is mentioning opener and at revs. Uh, Mike V is mentioning uh, stoked about Orlando and Nashville. Uh, I'm gonna Miami, pop a couple Na- people's uh, balloon with that Orlando game in a couple minutes. Uh, right, home Orlando away Philly. Let me tell you, 
uh, Todd the God posted up a picture of how the stadium looks with the bridge in the background. It looks freaking beautiful. Um, Deegan is mentioning, Nash- mentioning Nashville home away Chicago. I was looking at the Chicago game too. I'd love to go back to Chicago. That's on August 31st. That's actually on a Saturday. That's going to be nice. Well, there's um, I'm going to burst some people's uh, excitement about that Orlando game in a couple of minutes because there's something about it that I'm not a fan of, and I think some That's other people right. might not be fans of either. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about something else real quick before we keep talking about the schedule. Yeah, a lot ahead. of people are making a big deal about the fact that we are not playing uh, – no, sorry, that we are playing – through the Copa America. Yeah. Now, for those that don't know, the Copa America starts June 20th. And I want to say it goes through July 20th or July 19th. It's a, it's about exactly a month. Now, in that time, if you include the fact that they have to travel, right? Well, not travel, but they have to go ahead and, and meet with their teams or whatnot. June 15th is the game before Copa America starts. So do they go and they, they get a head start with these guys? With their teams, like does Messi go and play with Argentina and start training with them five days before his first game? I think yeah. that he might. So there's a chance that we miss that he misses that Philadelphia away game that some people were excited to go go see. He yes. might not play there, but maybe he does, and then he flies out right after to meet up with Argentina. I don't know. We don't know yet how that's gonna go. But June 19th, Columbus at home. No Messi and anybody else that gets called up. Nobody's playing in that Columbus game. Then we have away at Nashville, the game that I told you I was excited to go. I mean, yeah. the tickets might be cheap because Messi's not going to be playing in that game. And, th- again, any big call-ups won't be there. Then you got away at Charlotte, the game and that you were turf. talking about. And that's turf. Then you got Cincinnati away. Then you got Toronto at home on July 17th. And then you have Chicago at home on July 20th. And now uh, something that is kind of weird about the July 20th home game against Chicago. Let's say hypothetically, and I hope he doesn't, and I know people are going to hate on me, but I don't care. I really hope Messi doesn't make the final of the Copa America. I really don't. But anyway, let's say hypothetically, Argentina makes it all the way to the final on July 20th. Inter-Miami hosts Chicago at home on July 20th. And that same day, the Copa America final will be played at Hard Rock Stadium. So there's a chance that Messi's playing for his national team in Argentina at the Hard Rock Stadium while Inter Miami's B team is playing. Well, not B team, because at that point, it's only Messi, I guess, playing. But With a couple. Uh, right, right. But then uh, Messi would be – I'm sorry, Inter Miami would be playing at Drive Pink Stadium that same day. So I think it's interesting that they put a game on at home for Inter Miami, at home, the same time as uh, the final. I guess they wanted to give his teammates a chance to go watch him and just in case he makes it. I don't know. Well, Mike Longan is banking on, on him playing. Oh, you think they're gonna? Oh, oh, you think they're gonna gonna make the final? I sure hope they don't. Well, I mean, uh, there's a lot of people. I mean, look, Mr. Krabs mentioning it's gonna be a hard rock, so Argentina, Argentina may just make it. Oh, I mean, I'm not saying that they can. I mean, obviously they're probably favorites, but oh, this is a little crazy, GFR. You think that Suarez is gonna carry? You think he's gonna carry this team forward? I'd like to ask somebody that knows a little better than I do. I know Suarez, a lot, there's been a lot of speculation that he probably wouldn't be called up to the Uruguayan national team, but um, he's playing in the States. Maybe he gets called up. I don't know. That, that would be interesting. Hopefully he doesn't. He, he could. He, Luis Suarez is, is good enough to carry this team if, if need be. All right. Well, so, go ahead. 
No, no, no. I was I'm mentioning here, uh, GFR just mentioned, would be nice if USA won low-key. Look, uh, I don't – look, If just in case, I want to be clear. I'm not saying I don't hope Argentina or Messi don't win it because I want him to play for into Miami. I'm yeah. saying I don't want them to win it because I don't root for Argentina. I root for Colombia and the United States. Yes. So, sorry. Um, so, going ahead and uh, – what do you think? And it's not like Argentina's going to I mean, they're not going to miss Messi. They have fucking stellar talent on that team. Oh, but Messi's Messi's playing. He Messi's literally Messi. said, yes. He literally said, all I can think about or all I'm waiting for is Copa America. He's not even thinking about the the, the MLS regular season. Ooh. He's ready for Copa America. So he's it's he's terrible. all in and he's going to he's going and he's going to ball his ass off and I, I mean, I look, I don't doubt that they're going to win it all. I just hope yeah. that they don't. Oh all right, uh, look at where they're stinging you, bro. Well, I know it's true. I mean, Mr. Kraus saying Argentina owns Colombia every single time. They do. They do. I I get it. Colombia has been, well, uh, yeah. And Johnny Dip is actually saying Colombia low key is scary as hell. Colombia hasn't been good since, uh, since dude's getting assassinated, bro. Well, I'm not going to get into it, but we did win a Copa America this century. And there's some countries that haven't. So uh, it is what it is. All right. Um, what do you think about the fact that MLS is playing through the Copa America but not playing through the Leagues Cup? Because I wanted to bring that up because of Mike Long in the, in the chat. And earlier in the day through on Twitter, I saw he kept bringing that up. What do you think about the fact that they're choosing to play during the Copa America but not during Leagues Cup? I'm sorry. I mean, that's... Yeah, yeah, during Copa, during Copa America, but not during but Leagues Cup. Right, yeah. They're taking, they're taking a month they're off of the regular pod. season. Right, huh? Yeah. I think that's just like strategically money-making decision right there. And on top of that, it's their thing, right? The League's Cup, it's like theirs. No, I mean, it's not necessarily theirs. It's kind of theirs and Liga Amakis. Well, I I mean, I think that it's common sense as to why it's happening. And that's why I mean, monetarily speaking, they're going to benefit more off of that, no? Well, not just monetarily speaking. It's it's just... I didn't understand why people were bringing that up because Copa America is being played. Not everybody's getting called up. Like, if you think about it, and you think about Argentina, or I'm sorry, not Argentina, Inter-Miami. Who's getting called up for Inter-Miami? You got Messi, obviously. You got Ben Krem. Ben, you know, he's not going to get called up for the USA team. You uh, think- you've got Papi. Look, I mean, Mr. Krem's saying Campapi. Okay. He didn't call, get called up for the World Cup, but maybe he gets called up for Copa America. Okay. Um, who else? Joseph Martinez is not doesn't anymore. You got Robert Taylor. He gets he called go, up every time. For for Finland for, during the Euros? I don't even know if, they, if they're if they in the Euros. If they qualified for the Copa? I'm, I'm talking about Copa America only. Yeah. Um, is Canada playing? Come on, Miller. Okay. Come on, Miller. Is Canada playing? I don't know. I, I didn't look into it in detail, but I, I will tell look, oh, Ben Crum for the Olympics. Okay, that I could see. But so there's a lot of players that go to Copa America, but it's not enough to where it depletes the roster. You can still run its game out there. Leagues Cup, it's a tournament that you play seven games in a span of what, like three weeks, and it's literally the full team. Like it's the whole roster playing. So you have to get the time off. So to me, it makes sense. And they don't want to keep playing those those Wednesday games to be a, to do it. So um I, I, I 100% understand why they chose to give a break for the Leeds Cup and not the Copa America. 
Uh, you never know. I mean, Colombia is is in Group D, right? So you might lose Emerson again. <laughs> uh, Brazil, Brazil, Brazil's in it. I mean, I don't think that Jean Mota and Gregory are going to get called up, but I mean, no, they you won't. never know. They won't. Um, you have USA. That's you know possibly for Ben Krem. Drake, maybe Drake. Drake has Drake, a backup goalie. Yeah, I can see possibly him. getting called. Uh huh. Uh, you got Ecuador. Um, I mean, we don't have any Mexican players that are very important. Um, no, that's it. Jordi Alba retired. Sergio Busquets retired from international duty. Luis Suarez probably isn't going. So no. again, so we we be moving Messi, Benkram if to the Olympics maybe, and then Drake. Finland's not in it, so. No, no, so no. This, this, this Copa America. They'll, they'll be in the Euros, but I haven't even looked yeah. into that. So again, I don't, I don't think that. Uh, oh, maybe come on, Miller. Uh, so uh, I don't see that as a, as a big deal as far as into Miami goes, and I think that will be fine. And if Luis Suarez is on the team, if, if Luis Suarez is on the team, yeah, Diego Gomez. Well, you know what? I'm honestly, I don't really care if he plays or he doesn't play for us. Yeah, he uh, can get the fuck out of here. No, 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 shit. no, not at all. I think he's going to play much better this year. I think he's going to play much better this year. But at 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 the, this moment in time, David Ruiz for for Nicaragua is it? Um, it's for Honduras, no? Honduras, Honduras, Honduras. Yeah, they are. Um, Honduras is, from what I see here, not in any group stage. You have Uruguay, Panama, Paraguay. So there is no Honduras. So, nope, he stays put. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I think I was right with Honduras. <laughs> All right, Honduras, All right, so... Nicaragua, none of them are none of them are are in this. So, yeah, you know what, Lucas? Yeah, it's I'm ruthless, bro, because this guy get out. Like, show me something else, bro. Pass All the right. ball a little bit better. Know how to score goals, bro. This so guy was touted to be like this freaking shining diamond. He's still bro. young. He's still young. You can't give up on him quite yet. I please, bro. All right. Um. Now let's get into this. We have 34 regular season games, okay? Very true. And then we have a couple cup games. And now with the U.S. Open Cup, Mm -hmm. there's a possibility that we play a lot of games this season, okay? So I was curious as to just about how many there were. So I took that schedule that I showed you guys earlier. And then you created a super schedule. Yeah, and then I added some, uh, some things to it, all right? So this is the schedule I showed you just a second ago. All right. And so, now you're going to see. And it's, I didn't do anything crazy, right? I just added a couple things there. Yeah. All right. So, for so the, this is yeah. the schedule, just regular season. For those listening on audio, go ahead. Yeah. For those listening on audio, he's putting up the generic schedule that was released today. And now I imagine you're going to bring up your, your, your Da Vinci Code schedule. Yeah. So I'm going to take this down and then I'm going to put up the other schedule. So this is what the schedule looks like if, and obviously there's a chance that Inter Miami doesn't go ahead and win every tournament, right? That they don't make it to the final in every tournament. But worst case scenario, if they literally make it to the final of every tournament, this schedule goes from looking like this to looking like this. Oh, my goodness. Now, you'll see that I have in dark blue between the Orlando and the Montreal game and between the Montreal and D.C. United game, on March 6th and March 13th. It looks black to me, by the way. Okay, that's fine. In black. 
that's the the champions cup games now the reason that those are in black and everywhere else you look they're in white is because in white are games that you would play if they were to qualify right if they were to beat nashville or whoever they play in that very first round you would go ahead and move on to the next round where you would play the next leg between the nycfc and the colorado game i believe that is so that's how that looks and then you'll see i have a red u.s open cup icon right there on april 17th and all the rest are in gray because they would only play those if they qualify but those are all fixtures that they were gonna be playing in if they were to go far in these tournaments now if you keep looking i have between July 20th and August 24th, you'll see I have the little icon for the League's Cup. Yeah. Now, it says seven games because if it stays the same format as last year, they'll be playing in seven games if they make it to the final. The final will be played on August 25th. Now, where's the issue with that? If you look to you see Cincinnati game on August 24th, and then you got means- the next U.S. Open Cup game. Right, and the next U.S. Open Cup game, which would be August 28th, would be the semifinal. So we end up in the same pickle that we did last year. So what would happen is that they would move this Cincinnati game from August 24th, and they would probably end up moving it to right before the last game of the year. So I would say that would be on October <laughs> 16th. So... I have to stop yeah. you real quick. Mr. Krabs just put up a beautiful comment. A U.S. Open Cup match that can only be viewed on Bleacher Report's website. Good job, U.S. Open, Open Cup. Get out. What? Well, they start showing it on Paramount once they hit a certain round. But, um, but yeah, so I didn't want to add the Cincinnati game to before the, the Revolutions game at the end of the season. But that's where that game would probably land. It would probably land on October 16th, which would mean that you would have a new, another Wednesday game added to the schedule. Can you keep this schedule up for a second? Because, and uh, well, go ahead and finish up, and then I want to make some comments about the whole madness of this. Okay. So if you count, right, and if anybody cor- uh, wants to correct me because I did something wrong or there's something wrong with it, feel free because I did this in like a span of a half hour. I was just sitting there and trying to just do this. So if I did something too quickly and I messed up, you just let me know. But there I put the dates that the games will probably be played on and the tournament that it would be. Again, the ones in color are the ones that are for sure going to be played. The ones in black and white are the ones that possibly could be played if they qualify. Now, if you add all of these up, that's 34 games, and then you add everything else, I believe that's 54 games in total that could be played this season with regular season, Champions Cup, U.S. Open Cup, and Leagues Cup. Now, if... If you don't, if you count those preseason games in February, or in the, I'm sorry, to end January and in February, you're talking about about 60 games or so being played in a span of what nine months. Yeah. So that is a lot of games. There needs to be a lot, a lot of depth, especially because Messi and Suarez, as great as they are. Yeah, they're they're getting up there in age, and they need the depth on this team because when you're looking at this calendar, it's it's full. This is a full calendar. I mean, if you're an Inter-Miami lover, it's great because if you really look at this, you're having games all the time. 
Oh yeah, all this is the gonna time. be fantastic. Yeah, look at this. I was just gonna like, say that. I, I look as I was filling in this calendar uh, an hour or two ago. I was like, man, like there's games all the time. I think the slowest time of the year. And again, if they don't make it far in the Open Cup or or uh, or Champions Cup, obviously this gets reduced by a lot. But if they make it far in all of these, the slowest time of the year is during the Copa America. And even then, you have Copa America going on to entertain you. So this is wild, and it's going to be a, a crazy, fun, entertaining game. Oh, and thank you. And and David brought up a good point. I said 54 games. I didn't even include the playoffs. That's without the playoffs. No, and Mike Longin is commenting also, you don't have Leagues Cup here. Yes, yes he does. I, if you take a look at it, it's between, it's between July 20th and August 24th. When we play away games at Chicago yeah. and at Cincinnati, he's got the little leagues cup. Yeah, I had a hard time fitting it in there. Like I said, I did this quickly. I just wanted to do it quickly for the show so that you guys could get a a, a visual of what this this looks like. Um, but yeah, that, that's a little funky. I put seven games on the trophy to signify that if you make it to the final and it's the same format as last year, you would play seven games. Um, but yes, I know it looks a little funky. So I want to make a, a couple observations. So just looking at the first little batch of games between the second and the sixteenth, you're talking about to screenshot this, by the way, guys. Yeah, and um, and so we're talking about what? That's five games in about a two week, two and a half week span. Then we jump over to when we play against a little bit after March 30th after NYCFC. We have a game on the sixth of April. Another well, if, one... if if we make it, that that that's my whole point. If, though. Correct. Yes. That, I mean, that's we're why not white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and those those aren't guaranteed. But if we do, hopefully, you know, if we're gonna make our the the, the best of it, then we would. We're talking about one, two, three, four, five games within uh, up to U.S. Open Cup within an eleven day span. Literally a game every other day, sort of. Well, yes. And I think, and I, I mean, obviously I don't speak for myself, but I think, at least I think, a lot of fans really want Champions Cup more than anything, right? Because to me, that's a, like that's the only thing I would say is even bigger than the MLS Cup. So I think you want to put all your eggs in that basket. So if you think about putting all your eggs in that basket, if you look at March 2nd, that home game against Orlando that everybody's excited about, me included. <laughs> I'm sorry, but there's going to be a rotation going on that game because you have a Champions Cup game just four days later. So there's no way that you play a a your best squad for 90 minutes against Orlando on March 2nd at home because you need to make sure that you're ready to play what I'm assuming is going to be Nashville on March 6th in Nashville. And then you have four days later, you have Montreal at home again. Again, that'll be a home game where you're not going to get the A team because three days after that, you're hosting Nashville more than likely at home for the Champions Cup to qualify to the next round. So I do think that those two games are going to get sacrificed and it's going to kind of be like the Philadelphia Union. The Philadelphia Union started the year off horribly. And when we talked to Todd the God, which does the podcast for the Philadelphia Union, he said it's because they put all their baskets in the Champions Cup uh, games because you want to win that tournament. And I think yeah. we're going to be the same. The same thing's going to happen to us. We're, we're not going to look great because we're going to be focused in on these other cups. And, it, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough. 
Guys, and, and I have to mention this comment, guys. How about you throw a like on the video? Because Danny busted his ass to do this. And, uh, and Udayakumar is asking you guys to throw a like on this shit. So scroll your thumb up before you put yeah. it up your butt. And like the damn video, guys. Uh, Tank, he's asking. <laughs> sorry, Tank. He just walked in and just saw this mess on his screen. I apologize, Tank. Uh, I had the, the 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 picture of the regular season Tank up, what it looked like without all the other tournaments. And actually, I don't know if anybody noticed. I also took Grimaki off of there and I added a Suarez up top. And then what it looks like if you were to make it to the final of all the tournaments, all the games that would be played. Now, I haven't heard anything about the playoffs changing format from last year. Now, I don't know if anybody has any news on that. I haven't heard anything. I like the two legs in the first round because, and I know that it was the best of three, but I like that every team gets a home game. I think that's really cool for the fan bases that supported the team all season long to gift them with a home game. But I do think the best out of three is stupid. There's no need for that. Give us two legs. And a home and away that makes make sure everybody gets a home game and that's it. Leave it there. That that's what I think. Um, go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. Deegan, Deegan, yeah, no. Deegan has a great question here. He's saying, as a fan, if you can only win one competition, Champions what Cup. Is it? Champions Cup. Yeah, I think everybody is on the same boat. Yeah. Champions Cup. Yes, yes, hundred percent, without a doubt. I I I love it. That 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 to me, that's like. Look, for a lot of people that are fans of European soccer, there's nothing bigger than the UEFA Champions League trophy. Like, that's, that's it. That's the pinnacle of club soccer. Hopefully with the World Cup of so- uh, of the World Club, I don't even know what they call it, but that thing that they're bringing here in two years or next year, um, maybe that takes over. But for now, Champions League is as big as it gets, but that's our version over here on this side of the world. And uh, that, that's the one, I think, to me, that's the biggest. And... It starts on it, the final is on June second. There is an international break that begins on June third, but I would like to think that if Messi makes it to the final of the Champions Cup, that he would give us some grace and play in that final instead of running off for international duty that that Absolutely. next day. So, uh, and that, that's- and let me mention this real quick. Uh, Mike V is is saying that he knows that you're having an aneurysm because it wasn't released on. Do you have this on a spreadsheet, Excel spreadsheet already formatted? Because uh, no, Mike, I, what I do have on a spreadsheet you do have is, this spreadsheet. It, no, I have the history of goals and assists. I don't know if you guys remember that messy tracker I had that I have on an Excel spreadsheet. For those of you that don't know, my background is in math. Yes. I love math. I love numbers. That is my thing. And um, if I have, if I can play with an Expo, Excel spreadsheet, or I could just like look at, even if it's just dates and numbers and stats, I love stats. I'm a stat guy. So for those of you that didn't You're know, I love awful. that kind of stuff. I know, I know. All right, that's um, gross. Anything but else you want to point out about to this? A fan. Yeah. Well, why did this schedule is beautiful, Danny? <laughs> well, I, I I do like what what Mr. Crab said there. Yes, but, Mr. Krabs. Well, I don't know about it being better than the Miami logo, but I appreciate that you realized what I did there. Nice. Uh, I'm an accountant that we just become friends. Quite possibly. I love numbers. Um, I was I was actually going to do a doctorate in, in stats, but that's a story for another day. Um, anything else about this schedule before I take it off screen? But, uh, 
like I said, feel free to take a screenshot of it. I, I think it's helpful just to know what the real schedule is going to look like if it's, you know, complete. Like if you know you're going to make it past to the next round, you know when the next two games are and all that other stuff. So uh, it's something that I would have liked. So I figured that I'd do it for you guys so that you guys also have it. Well, and and they're and they're mentioning here, Mike V saying you got to put this schedule on a T-shirt. Uh, I think that <laughs> <laughs> I think that as a fan, this is phenomenal. I mean, we're gonna have so many games to go to, so much time to enjoy this team right now in Dry Pink Stadium before we move over to Miami. And I think that this is great from a fan's perspective in terms of the experience. But it, it goes back to what a lot of people's concerns are is do we have the do we have the depth for this? Do we have the players that can be able to kind of push through all of these uh, you know, tournaments and you know, three <laughs> games in five days? So I'm sorry, Mr. Miami Knight said I need international breaks in a box. Just so you know, right? Again, I did this in half an hour and I didn't want to take too much time doing it. I considered color coding. In yellow, this Red Bulls game oh, on March 23rd, God. in yellow, to signify that it was an international break. And there are no other international breaks that we're playing through. And the Copa America one that I was going to do in blue. So just so you know, we're thinking alike, Miami night, because all of these things went through my mind. But I was like, I can't waste too much time on this. But, uh, but yes, I did think all those things. Well, um, mm-hmm. what do you feel about this? Tank is mentioning that all of these games, all of them, should be included in our season tickets. I mean, Look, how many home games extra is that? I mean, I, I would love that, but I can't imagine oh, that, that, that would ever that that would happen. I mean, if you think about it, look, if you're looking at just Champions Cup, that would be an additional two, two an additional three games, and we don't know where the final would be. So that would be an additional three games there. And then the U.S. Open Cup, I'm not sure how they – do the home and away, but I'm sure that that's like another two or so. But so that could be like five home games right there, five extra home games. And I would love for them to be included, but I understand the business side of things. I just want them to give me the opportunity to get my seats. I don't want that. That's all I want. Uh, we, you know, we got to go see Richard Greenberg up in uh, up in the six. When do we play them? With my woes, October fifth. October fifth. Okay. That's like at least it's a Saturday. It's right before an international break. Now, I do yeah. like that they only, they're only playing through one international break. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, actually pretty good. But I, I, do, I will tell you that if we were to make it to the League's Cup final again, that game against uh, Cincinnati, or if Cincinnati were to make it to that final uh, of the League's Cup, that game from August 24th is going to get probably pushed to the Wednesday before the season's over on October 16th. And yeah. then we'll run into the whole two games late in the season, could have playoff implications. Um, you know, Chris, do you want to exp- talk about uh, Johnny Dip? He was asking if you want to talk about the draft. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not this a fan kid of is the named MLS draft. Ryan Carmichael. The kid we drafted. We, we had this- a couple draft picks. Well, and- that's the one kid that we drafted. No, we drafted, I want to say three. Three or four, three players, I believe. And one, I think his first name started with like a Y. Now, the thing is, I'm not a fan of the draft for MLS. And that's weird coming from me because I'm a fan of MLS Americanizing. The fact that they're trying to do things differently than all the other European and South American leagues. That's my whole gripe with yeah. the whole U.S. Open Cup. That's the, the discussion I have with everybody and that everybody thinks that I'm 
that that I'm a horrible person for because I like that MLS is trying to do it. The whole playoff system. I love the playoff system. I love it. Yeah. So I, I prefer them to do that. But the one thing I don't like is the draft. I think the draft is kind of silly when it comes to when it comes to MLS. It's like if they're really good when they're young, they come up in an academy. If they're really good internationally, we bring them over in you know in the transfer window. But then the draft is just random college players. I, I'm not a fan of it. I, I just and those kids could end up being good. We got. Uh, Robbie uh, Robbie Robinson First was drafted, right? So uh, I get that some players might come out of it, but because those players are probably going to go and play in MLS Next Pro and we're not going to see them immediately, I, I'm not a big fan of it. I mean, these kids aren't going to make first team, right? I mean, we well, not with this into Miami squad. No, not with this no absolutely Miami not. I mean, you got to try to steal minutes from – Yeah, you got to try to steal minutes from Emerson, Papa. Good luck with that. Because he's Stop scoring in that guy's name up. That guy's not playing for us this year. He's scoring 25 oh goals God. in the first 25 minutes he plays. Oh my God. You, 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 Try taking crazy. minutes from that guy. You're a crazy person, man. Stop talking about Emerson. That guy's. Ugh. And he's yeah, Colombian, yeah. so I feel bad saying it, but man, I don't want that guy on the team. You're terrible. Is what You're you terrible. Want. No, absolutely not. Listen, everybody in the chat loves Emerson. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> you know? Guaranteed. Yes or no. Everyone in the chat right now. Yes or no. Or yes and yes. Do you love Emerson? Yep. Tank. Let's fucking go, baby. I'd rather get Tyreek Hill. I'd rather get Tyreek Hill. If all you care about is speed, just get Tyreek Hill. He'll be he'll probably contribute just as much as Emerson. He'll get down oh. the he'll get down the field really fast and not score. Emerson has the greatest goal ever mentioned by Mike Longin. Uh, and I'm not going to bring up your message, Mike V, because no, I'm not. And <laughs> Deegan is saying we love Emerson. Emerson <laughs> Get is out of here, <laughs> Get out of here. I like that. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, all right. So uh, I, I, I did want to ask you a question. Well, I already told you the playoff system. I like it. I hate the the best of three for the first round. I think that's stupid. It's an unnecessary extra game. I do like that they're trying to give everybody a home game. I get that the owners get more money of it. And if you want to think of it that way, you can. The way I choose to think about it is that the fans are getting uh, to see their team play a playoff game at home. And I really appreciate that. So I think that the whole best of three is stupid. But I do like that if they would stick two legs for the first round. But I did have a lot of people saying... Solana in particular, I don't know if Solana's in here right now, but Solana in particular was saying he hates that we don't play everybody in the league. He thinks that we should play LAFC, Seattle, that like everybody from the West Coast, we should play everybody at least once, at least once. And um, uh, I want to know what your take is on that, Chris. I actually agree with that. I think it would be fantastic to play every single team in the league. I mean, I don't know what kind of schedule management that's going to take. Adding more well, games. Well, but his, well, his suggestion so was. Yeah, go ahead. His suggestion was that you cut down the games. You go from 34 games to 28 games. I mean, 29, I guess, when San Diego joins the league next year. But for mm -hmm. now, 28 games. And you just play every team just once. I think that that's a great idea, dude. I think playing every single team. Is, is is great because you're getting marketing of every single team to other teams, right? 
you're mm -hmm. also getting the opportunity of being able to see how you play against every single team in case you have to match up against them. Yeah, but now, then we wouldn't get Orlando at home every year. We wouldn't get Nashville at home every year. Yeah, you would lose a couple double, you know, tickers the whole, the against whole certain coast. teams. Right. Yeah. Dude. So I think I think that aspect it would suck. And then the travel is crazy. Like I know that I, I say that traveling isn't a big deal because they travel comfortably, but every yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you have to travel to Vancouver one week, and then the next week you have to travel to San Diego when they exist, and then to that, and then like, from there to New England. They, it would be too crazy. This country's too big to do things like that. That's why yeah. they have conferences in this country because this country's the size of Europe. If not picker, like, yeah, that, this is why the way it, it is the way it is. So I'm okay with the conferences. And again, because I'm such a fan of American sports, I'm a big fan of the NFL. I'm a big fan of MLB and NBA. I'm okay with the conferences and I'm okay in the NFL. You don't play every team. No, you don't. Yeah, you That's, don't. Yeah. And, and I'm okay with that. And it makes those games even more special. The Cowboys play the Dolphins on Sunday. Every Everybody's four years. Really, Everybody's really hyped up about it because they barely Absolutely. ever play. So when LAFC and Inter Miami played last year over there in LA, that was a big deal because that doesn't happen all they the time. We'll, pl we'll play again maybe next year. But if it happened every year, it's not the same. Like everybody gets really hyped for El Clasico, Barcelona versus Real Madrid. Hey, I'm a Real Madrid fan. I get it. But they play each other like three or four times a year. They play in the Copa del Rey. They'll play twice during the regular season. Like it's like, yeah. It's a lot more special when you see it a lot less. Oh, my God. Deegan just came in with the hot take of the night. Lions are winning the Super Bowl, by the way. Uh, I don't know about that one, buddy. That's your stretching, Stretch Armstrong. And David is mentioning that the MLB play, that they play everyone now as of 2023. Yeah, but the MLB has 182 games 62 three ga 162 yeah I, I mix it up with basketball mm -hmm. three three to four game series there's no way yeah like I said I I, I love playoffs I love the way the conferences are set up and but again it's, it's maybe because I, I think I, I fell in love with the American football basketball and all those sports before I fell in love with European soccer, South American soccer. So I guess I think a little differently about it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it would be interesting. I think it's an, I think it's a good take by, by Solano. Yeah. I don't it's think interesting it's far fetched. Sure. I don't no. think it's far fetched to be able to want to see that and think that it would be successful. But I think I like think, you mentioned, logistically, it's a nightmare. Yeah, I think the travel would be rough, but it would be cool if, you know, you play every team at least once. Like somebody here was saying, as far as scheduling goes, nobody has an advantage because everybody plays yeah. everybody once. And, but in, in the European leagues, for example, in the English Premier League, there's only 20 teams. Yeah. So, so you know, so it's a lot easier to play everybody just once. Of course. Um, all right. Uh, I think we're just about done. Mm -hmm. I can't think of anything else that we haven't touched on. Uh, are you happy with the schedule? Yes, yes, I'm absolutely ecstatic about the schedule. I think, really, I think it's I'm unhappy. Be a lot of fun games. I'm unhappy. I'm unhappy with the opening game being on Wednesday. I'm unhappy with the Orlando game being scheduled right before the Champions Cup. I'm unhappy that on they put a game the day before July 4th uh, over there in Charlotte away. 
Um, there's a couple of things that I'm unhappy with. So, yeah, whatever. I guess well, I'm just an unhappy I'm, person. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm happy that we're getting Orlando early, regardless. I'm unhappy of that, that, yeah, we get them early. Look, I'm sorry. We get them early, right before Champions Cup. So we're going to have not our full squad. And then when we play them again, it's on a Wednesday. So it's going to be impossible for me to go and watch them in Orlando. That's usually like the one road game that I'm guaranteed to go to is usually Orlando, but it's on a Wednesday. Yeah. Who the hell is going to go to a freaking Orlando on a Wednesday? And then I am looking forward to uh, finally being able to see Indiana Vasilev come down June 1st. Yeah. And like Mike V said, he hates the schedule eight Wednesday games. And Mike, Again, let me remind you, if Inter-Miami or Cincinnati makes it to the final of the League's Cup, there's going to be a ninth. There's going to be a ninth Wednesday game, which would be, again, October 16th probably. And that's not counting all the Wednesday games we get for all the other tournaments that get played midweek. U.S. Open Cup literally lives on Wednesdays. So you can well, add like four extra Wednesdays on that or Tuesdays, well, whatever. Most tournaments are that way, though. Yeah. Uh, when is uh, Leaks Cup? Leaks Cup begins on July 20th, I believe. No, no, not July 20th. July 26th. That's when it is. Yeah. It's July 26th, and it ends on August 25th. So from July 26th to August 25th. So... um yeah, man. I, I again, I, I I'm not necessarily ecstatic, um, but you know, it, we do have a shitload of games, and again, with the squad that we should have, we can expect to have a lot of these additional games put on the calendar. Again, I did this for you guys so you guys keep track. So go ahead, take a screenshot if you want. And um, yeah, I mean, I can't think of much else. Do you want? Look, I, I, I'm gonna go over real quick that Atlanta road game on a Wednesday really frustrates me because I really wanted to go to Atlanta. The Orlando game on a Wednesday frustrates me because I really wanted to go to Orlando. Ah, whatever. Well, these Wednesday games, I mean, they're absolutely awful. Like, why is it that there's eight of them in just the regular season schedule for the MLS? Like, I don't understand how they didn't consider how these other Wednesday games would affect the schedule. Yeah. And Jonathan Lacey's mentioning if he if he thinks if we think that Leagues Cup is going to be as big as this as big yes. this year, yes, yes, they do a great job promoting it. Last year, look, if I were to play a specific song for you, it's the, the Tiki Taka Toko song. If I were to play that song for you, maybe not for everybody, but for me at least, automatically uh, Leagues Cup pops into my head because they promoted the hell out of that tournament. Obviously, Messi came, so it helped, but for the song the promotion constantly and i mean the league stopped so everybody was paying attention to it league mx was here the crowds were big it, it was i i do think that it's going to be as big as it was last year and if they continue promoting it that way the way kind of american sports work if you tell us that it's big and you show us that it's big we're going to believe you that it's big pause so um you know i i do think that it will be as big as it was last year uh, and for those of you asking, Julian Gressel, as far as my knowledge goes, has not confirmed, Nothing. but I do expect him to sign. I do expect him to sign. I was hoping we'd get some Luis Suarez news right before Christmas or something. Give me something yeah. before Christmas. Well, I don't, I mean, I don't think we're going to be. My, my Messi. 
Yeah, that was Tank, that he has the same sort of figurine. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think that, I don't know about the trouble because people are going to be dead, walk, you know, being carried out in stretchers. That, really, I feel like that's the goal. If you have Luis Suarez and you have Messi on the same team with Campana as the backup, uh, you, you should be thinking trouble. Maybe you don't win it, but you should. And you should make it really far in, in a lot of these tournaments. <clears throat> oh, this is one thing that we forgot to mention. Miami Knights mentioning Chris Henderson with his uh, sunset photo in Dry Pink Stadium. He posted just what? some random photo of Dry Pink Stadium from like where the suites are. And the view mm -hmm. was towards the, what is it? The 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 south uh, east section, I guess. Mm -hmm. it, it was towards our side, but then over by um, Jesus Christ, by like one hundred seven or whatever. And you're it, killing it me like with a, this description. I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Uh, that's because I use east and west and stuff like that, and you don't you don't do that, but. He took a picture essentially. I, I can do a, it. You're just doing it so slow that you lost me by the time you got to the second word. Get out. So he he took a picture of a sunset over Dry Pink okay. Stadium. And so, I don't know. People are reading into that like if he's signed or waiting to get signed like, like, or something. Like the, sun, like the sun is setting on his time with uh, Ooh. Miami? Yes. I am absolutely yapping, David. Absolutely. <laughs> we already reached over an hour. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've gone way oh, longer than we were going to go. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh oh, you meant you meant the section. Okay, you said 107. I was yeah. thinking 107 Avenue. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, not 107. What the hell am I talking about? Kendall exactly. Drive for, bro. Exactly. Well, Kendall yeah. Drive is ADHD. I mean, not Kendall Drive, but like what come on. That's why I was confused. You had me confused. All right. Uh, so I'll leave you with this. I'm not a fan of the schedule, but I do think Champions Cup is the priority. I do think MLS Cup should be second priority. Uh, Leagues Cup should be third. We already got that trophy. And the U.S. Open Cup, if we somehow stumble upon the, the semifinals, then let's take that seriously also. And let's take four trophies. F it. Why not? But um, I do, do uh, expect we have to have silverware this year. Like, no excuse to not win something this year. Am I, are you with me or no, Chris? No, absolutely not. There's no excuse for that. Yeah, you have you to win something. something. Yeah, You have to win something, right? So... US, uh, Champions Cup to me is the the biggest prize, and I think they can Priority. win that. I think they can win that. Honestly, Nashville scares me, but I, I feel like we need to win that. And um, I mean, that's about it. Uh, I don't want to keep gas bagging here. So, uh, do you have any final thoughts? Uh, hopefully, we sign Chris Henderson pretty soon. No. Yeah. Well, Chris Henderson, Luis Suarez. Yeah. yeah. And give me give me Miles Robinson. Give me a yeah, mouse Robinson. Yeah, that would be a good move. Thank you, Johnny. Appreciate that, Mr. Dip. And for those of you watching that haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe if you haven't already. And tell your friends <laughs> to subscribe. Your moms, your dads, get a, yeah, just come on. I also think Chris Henderson's staying. And just by any chance that Chris Henderson goes ahead and he listens to this show, which I doubt he does, but just in case, or anybody that knows him knows him. Hit us up. Chris. Check your email. I sent you an email. Hit us back up. Come join the show. Have your people don't call worry. our people. You can literally tell us what you don't want us to ask you, and we won't ask it. Let's just have a good time. We'll ask you about steak and coffee and bread and how you like your toast toasted. Just come on. We'll have you a good time. Let's got go. No problem with that. Now, if you're leaving, then I don't want to talk to you. But if you're staying, come on.
All right. Any final thoughts, Chris? No, man. Uh, today was an exciting day. Schedule release day. You created yeah, a you created a beautiful image, guys. Hopefully, you guys uh, got a screenshot of it. If not, I'm pretty sure Danny's gonna post yeah, it I'll up. Post it. I'll post so it. Uh, you know, I really, it's I really exclusive. hope. Okay. It's time to start planning road trips. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So let's see. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. All right. Well, if you have nothing else, Chris, uh, I guess we'll sign off. If you are listening on audio. Thank you for listening all the way to the end. Please leave us five star. Go ahead, check out the YouTube channels. You can see the schedule on there. Uh, or check us out on Twitter at uh, Battered Herons. Uh, and again, leave us a, a review, comment, all that other good stuff. If you are watching on YouTube, thank you for watching all the way to the end. Please like, subscribe, tell your friends to subscribe. Help us keep growing this channel. And um, as always, until the oh, no, wait, wait. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. For those of you that celebrated Hanukkah, I know it already ended, but happy Hanukkah to you. Happy Kwanzaa. All that other good stuff. Shout out to everybody. We're not going to be back until after uh, the holiday or Christmas is over. So I want to make sure I say that to everybody. Any wishes for anybody, Chris? Drink eggnog. And if you don't like eggnog, then you fucking suck. I don't like eggnog. Get out. Yeah. All right. Well, happy holidays to the battered fam. And uh, until the next one, have a good one.